God is speaking and whatever God says it is true, whatever God says it is for us to believe and not to doubt, whether it be good or whether it be bad, whatever God says it is going to come to pass. So I've been talking about the book of Jeremiah because that's the book that I have been in. And it's been a journey to take a look and see everything that Jeremiah did and that he went through in his ministry from when he was young when the Lord first appeared to Jeremiah until when he was confronting the people when when the Jerusalem and when Judah was not yet <clears throat> captured or taken by Babylon until Jeremiah being thrown into the prisons and the dungeons and until, you know, the prophecies that Jeremiah was speaking that the Lord gave him, they were coming to pass. You know, the kings, they were taken captive, the princes, the nobles, they were put to death the people who surrendered, they were spared because that's what the Lord said. If these people surrender to the Babylonians, if they surrender, if they go willingly into the place where I'm bringing them, then their life shall be spared. And that's what happened. And now when the Babylonians, Babylonians came and they besieged Jerusalem. They 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 besieged Judah. They took the cities. They broke up the cities. They burnt down the cities. Now Jeremiah who was in prison and who was in the court in the court in the prison all this time because of him speaking the words of the Lord and he, he got in trouble <clears throat> because the words that he was speaking to the people, the people did not want to believe. The people thought that Jeremiah was just speaking evil against them and just didn't want nothing good for them. But we know that everything that Jeremiah said, it was because the Lord wanted it to be so everything that Jeremiah said it was it came to pass and you had some people who heard and was available and they were sensitive for instance like Abedmelech the Ethiopian the eunuch who was one of the ones who dwelt inside of the king's houses, the one who basically told the king that Jeremiah was 
in this dungeon and he was going to die. He can't stay there. So literally, you know, he did help Jeremiah. The king sent Abed-Melech and 30 men with him to go and rescue Jeremiah. <clears throat> so, you know, you had people who was obeying the voice of the Lord. Um, you had Baruch who when Jeremiah was in jail, Jeremiah told him to write down the words of the Lord because he was in prison. So Baruch had, he was writing down what Jeremiah was saying and he was able, Jeremiah told him to go read that into the ears of basically the princes, everybody, the whole nation so that they can know what God is saying. So you had people who, who had heard to the words of the Lord. And then you had other people who did not believe what Jeremiah was saying. You had um, Hananiah. And you also had Zedekiah. Zedekiah was the one who, you know, he he was the one who, when Jeremiah was in the dungeon and after he was rescued, um, he wanted to talk to Jeremiah to see what the Lord was saying concerning what was going to happen. Jeremiah told Zedekiah, you know, Zedekiah was speaking to him in private, in secret, so that nobody would know he was talking to Jeremiah. And um, Jeremiah told Zedekiah what was going to happen, but... Jeremiah told Zedekiah, listen, if you surrender to the king of Babylon, then you're going to be spared. But if you don't surrender, then bad things are going to happen. And so you had Zedekiah when the Babylonians finally came and took over. That Zedekiah, he tried to escape. He tried to run away. And he was captured. And they brought him to Nebuchadnezzar. And Nebuchadnezzar basically killed his sons. Zedekiah's sons. The princes. But um, Nebuchadnezzar killed... Um, the people who were serving him, the people who were with him. And he also took out, took out Zedekiah's eyes. And Zedekiah was still led captive. He was still, he was led away a slave and having no sight and seeing the death of his sons. And knowing that the city is being burnt down, because that's something that Jeremiah told Zedekiah would happen if he did not surrender. So we see that if we are trying to escape from something that God is pronouncing that is going to happen, it is not going to benefit us if we are trying to save our life when God says that if we try to save our life, we're going to lose it. And if we try to lay down our life, then we are going to 
we are going to basically save it. It's not going to be lost if we do exactly what the Lord is telling us to do. Um, And then you have Hananiah. Hananiah, when Jeremiah had, when the Lord told Jeremiah to put the yokes upon him and to walk around like that with the yokes and the bonds, you know, God was basically doing that to Jeremiah as a example of what's going to happen to the nation. And Jeremiah was telling these people, hey, this is what the Lord is going to do. You're, the Babylonians are going to come. They are going to take over. They're going to burn down this city. They are going to, their yokes, their, their bonds, they're going to put you in them. And then you had Hananiah who basically said that none of this is going to happen. Um, None of this is going to happen. Basically, he spoke against what Jeremiah said. When Jeremiah was speaking the truth of God, Hananiah was speaking his own his own opinions. It wasn't from the Lord. It wasn't from the Lord. And so because of that, Hananiah ended up dying in two months. So when Hananiah spoke, he basically said, Thus saith the Lord, even so will I break the yoke of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, from the necks of all the nations within, within the space of two full years. So he basically told the people that Nebuchadnezzar wasn't coming to do this. That um, that is not going to be fulfilled as what Jeremiah was talking about. And he, Hananiah said two full years. But Hananiah also ended up dying in two full months because he lied and he was charged with teaching rebellion against the Lord, teaching the people rebellion against the Lord. And that was in Jeremiah 28. So now we get to this place where Jeremiah, he is freed. Um, Nebuchadnezzar told the captain of his guard to go and set Jeremiah free and to look well after Jeremiah. So now Jeremiah is free. And, you know, you have a group of people, the remnant that was left back in this place, um, who was not taken captive into Babylon. They were left back. And you have different things going on. Um, The king of Babylon set somebody over the remnant of Israel behind. And his name was Gedaliah. And Gedaliah, you know, he was supposed to be taking care of everybody who was left the poor people, 
the people who um, the Babylonians did not take captive. And he was supposed to be watching over them. And he was basically set up in authority to be over them from the king of Babylon. So um, Johanan came to Gedaliah and basically told Gedaliah, Ishmael is trying to kill you. Somebody is going to is planning to take your life. Gedaliah did not believe him, so Gedaliah ended up dying. And you know now the people are all fearful. They're scared. So Ishmael was you know he was just killing people and he was just putting their bodies in this pit. And so the people were afraid. And Johanan came, rescued the people. And now they all approach Jeremiah and they're asking Jeremiah, um, please, we beseech you, go make supplication. Please pray for us. Please intercede for us. Please tell us what the Lord is saying to you. And whatever the Lord says, then we will do it. Because the people were planning, they were planning to go to Egypt so that they didn't have to deal with wars or famine or pestilence. They didn't want to deal with all of, you know, the things that was happening to them as a result of rebellion and sin. And so Jeremiah prayed and he got a word from the Lord 10 days later. And basically the Lord told the people that they cannot, they better not, they should not go into the land of Egypt. They should stay where they are. And, and God, if if they stay where they are, God is going to build them. He's not going to pluck them up. He's going to basically give them what they need in order to survive and to live. And if if they go into Egypt, whatever problems they're trying to flee from or whatever they are afraid of, it is going to come upon them. It is going to, the sword is going to kill them. The pestilence is going to come upon them. The famine is going to overtake them. And basically at the end of that chapter 42, um, Jeremiah is basically rebuking these people because he is telling them that they basically lied. They made him go ask the Lord what they need to do, but they don't want to follow what was just being told of them. So in the beginning of 43, in chapter 43, it talks about how they refused to take the heed of the Lord. So ultimately, um, Everybody may not believe that God exists or that he has structure or that he has people who really hears from him and people who speaks on his behalf. And when God says something, I mean, because he's speaking whether people believe it or not, but whenever he says something, it is going to happen. It is going to come to pass. And there is nothing that we can do to change it unless, for instance, if 
you know, whenever he gave the people an option, like if you surrender, like this evil is still going to come upon you. It's going to come upon you because you guys are too rebellious. You guys are hardened. You guys are worse than your fathers. It's going to come upon you. But if you surrender, then whenever you do get taken, they're not going to do anything bad to you. You're basically going to be free wherever you go. You're basically not going to get punished. You're you're basically not going to die. You're not going to have to starve. They're not going to treat you bad because my favor, my mercy is going to be upon you. And so they're going to treat you in favor and mercy. So God gives us his word. His word is real. His word is true. And it's It's up to us if we want to believe that whenever the Lord speaks, he is he is serious or he's not. Because in chapters before this, I already said that as King Jehoiakim, whenever Jeremiah scroll was written by Baruch, Um, then as he was reading it, he basically burnt it. He started cutting up the roll or the letter. He started cutting it up with a pen knife and then he threw it inside of the fire and he didn't fear what the Lord was saying to Jeremiah. And so Jehoiakim, he, um, and all the people that were with him, they did not fear what Jeremiah was saying. They had no no conviction whatsoever. And for that, evil was pronounced against him because he decided to do that. Because he provoked the Lord. So if we are obedient, God will spare our lives. If not, our lives will be taken.